The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, the 20th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at, as I said before, maybe lesser known prophet, book of the Bible, maybe not so well known, Habakkuk chapter 1 verses 1 to 3 and chapter 2 verses 1 to 4. Habakkuk wrote, the oracle that Habakkuk the prophet received, how long, O Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen, or cry out to you violence, but you do not save? Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrong? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and conflict abounds. I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. Then the Lord replied, Write down this revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and it will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it, it will certainly come and will not delay. See, he is puffed up, his desires are not upright, but the righteous will live by his faith. My dear friends in Christ, well, this reading, it began with Habakkuk's complaint to the Lord about how things were going, and in our portion that we're especially looking at, the end of that reading, well, we hear the Lord's answer to Habakkuk's complaint. He says, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. God was giving Habakkuk and us God's reassuring promise in our troubles. What Habakkuk had to write down here, it wasn't just the words of men, but these were the very words of God, the word of God. And he was to write those words down, he says, so that a herald may run with it, meaning that he wanted God's word, this message, to get out. He wanted it to have wide circulation. He wants others to hear and read its message have the broadest possible audience. The Lord said, for the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. What will come and what is it that he's talking about that will not delay? Well, following our reading, the Lord says, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Okay, so what would happen is that the Jews would end up falling to the Babylonian Empire. They would end up being exiled in that 70-year captivity. But at the appointed time, at the appointed time, the earth would be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God when that exile would be ended and God delivered his people. However, they're being delivered from that Babylonian exile and 
their captivity. That was only really a partial fulfillment of what the Lord is saying here. The Lord was telling Habakkuk and also telling us that at an appointed time, the earth would be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. When a much more important deliverance would take place. And now this is God's reassuring promise to us in our troubles. The Apostle Paul said, thinking of that glory being revealed, when the time had fully come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under law that we might receive the full rights of sons. So in one sense, we could say that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. That was fulfilled when Jesus came with his coming and with the subsequent spread of the gospel into the world the person and the work of Christ. Those, that's the ultimate revelation of the glory of God. And then in another sense, the promise, as he says here, that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God, that won't be fulfilled until judgment day takes place. And only then will it happen that as the apostle Paul wrote, at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Furthermore, we also have God's promise that after Judgment Day, we will live in what Scripture says is a new heaven and new earth, the home of righteousness. At that time and in that world, ultimately, well, as it says here, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Such wonderful news to hear. The Lord said, though, see, he is puffed up. His desires are not upright, but the righteous will live by his faith. The first part of this verse, see, he is puffed up, that's God's acknowledgement of that Habakkuk's characterization of the Babylonian Empire was true, was correct. They were puffed up in that they were filled with sinful pride and not, they were filled with sinful pride and not upright, as he says here, filled with wickedness and they would fall because they rejected the Lord. We believers need to watch out because we could also be plagued by our sinful pride and our sinful nature. We need to be careful so that they don't puff us up and, and get us to think that, well, maybe we don't deserve the struggles that we have in this life or maybe that we think we can earn our way to heaven on our own. Instead of being led astray by our sinful pride and our sinful nature, Though he says, we believers, we live by faith. We believers, we live by faith. It's our God-given faith that pulls us through the trials and troubles that we face in this life. And that leads us, of course, to our eternal home in heaven. The Lord's whole point here as he's talking in this reading is to 
say that we need to trust his words and his promises, his reassuring promise in our troubles. And how blessed we are to hear his reassuring promise in our troubles. And starting with the promise of the forgiveness of sins that we have in Christ. In spite of the things that we see around us in this world that seem to contradict well, God's reassuring promise to us as we face those trials and troubles. See, we believers, we live by faith in God's reassuring promise in our troubles. Through faith, we're so blessed right now with God's grace and love and with the Savior that we have in Jesus. And we have so much more to look forward to because of God's reassuring promise as we're dealing with our problems and troubles in this life. So what's the Lord saying to us here? What's Habakkuk saying to us here? Never forget, you have a Savior. You are so richly blessed. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, give us strength through your word and sacraments so that as we deal with life's trials and troubles, we never forget we have a Savior and we are so richly blessed with his grace and love. We're blessed now, we'll be blessed forever because of our Savior. We pray in his name, amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.